Welcome to the Evolvepreneur podcast channel, which is sponsored by Evolvepreneur.biz, a new online community-based platform designed to help develop your skills and knowledge to be massively successful in this new digital age. Your host today is John North, who is a three-time number one international best-selling author and strategic marketer. John's passion is to help business owners to master the online marketing world. Welcome to Evolvepreneurs. Our current podcast is um, with uh, Jay Bruce Jones, who I've actually been chasing him for quite some time to do this. I think we've been crossing paths, going backwards and forwards, and we finally got to do it. Um, it's a public holiday in, in Australia at the moment, but I'm glad to do it finally. We've got some sweet time. So Jay Bruce Jones is a 30-plus year business graphic designer, author, and product developer. Bruce is an international best-selling author and creator of over 40 books on geography, music, business, children, and colouring. He speaks and consults on publishing, social media, blogging, video, and general marketing. Bruce is the creator of the Facebook group, How to Publish a Book with over 1,800 members. He's also developed several software products sold worldwide that are used for business sales and educational presentations. Bruce has developed several online training programs for beginning authors with his How to Publish a Book school. Courses include seven steps of publishing your book, easy journal books, and how to market your book. And you can find his information and activities from brucetheguy.com at brucetheguy.com. Oh, cool. Bruce the book guy. Bruce the book guy. Oh, yeah, I'll fix that. So Bruce the book, <laughs> book guy.com, yeah. yeah. Yes, English is not my, it should be my first language. <laughs> so welcome, welcome, Bruce. It's really great to see you. I really um, want to, well, we've dug into sort of pre-chat on what we're going to talk about. And one of the things yeah. we're going to talk about yeah. is how to develop and, and create your own product and launch it in 15 minutes. But um, we're going to talk about that a little bit later. Um, but at the start, we're going to sort of get a bit of background on how you got to where you got to be and, and you know, what you're doing now because it's quite an interesting journey because I think a lot of people haven't cracked the whole author publishing thing. Right. And I think we had a bit of a conversation about people overthink things, <laughs> right? And I think that's really where, where your message is very interesting that you've managed to create so much when most people can barely write one book and you wrote 40. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh, so, well, good. Thank you, John. Thank you for uh, uh, coming in. This is great. I've been – yeah, I know. We've been chasing each other. I, I took – last summer off and we were supposed to do it then and it just yeah. sort of went all over the place so which is pretty good though i think timing's good now because then because we're doing this as a video podcast as well um and that'll be available and we have some extra stuff in there so i think it's probably good timing because i think because some of your stuff's quite visual it's great to be able to do it on video we've done an audio yeah. before and we've yeah. the same effects so that's really cool so tell me how you got to where you got to be now because it's an interesting story about you sort of how you started and, and yeah i've done a lot I've done pretty much everything you can do in graphic design. So I was a business graphic designer and um, I got fired from, you know, that corporate career job. And I said, I'm never going to go back into that. And um, so I went into design and um, I graduated with an art degree and not a graphic design degree. So I learned my graphic design skills by um, there was a, a, a bookstore in the Cambridge, Mass, where I was living. Um, mm-hmm. And I would go sit in the graphic design aisle and read the graphic design books um, right. I try to figure out how to how to do it, and mm. and, and and people kind of give you the project that you're ready for. So you know, yeah. nobody was you know giving me an annual report at that stage, and um, but I just kept plugging away and plugging away, and and I've done something around uh, figuring out about eight thousand projects over the last thirty plus years, wow. um, and everything from books to corporate to logos, stationery, newsletters, every kind of thing you can do um, in design, and I I currently sort of specialize now in um, uh, large format graphics 
for like hospitals and universities. So I'll come in and do large wall installations, uh, windows, either for stress reduction or um, for tell a story where somebody will hire me to tell a story. And uh, um, so it's been, it's fun. It's a fun thing. It's, I call it the end of career type projects because it takes you like 25 years to figure out how to do it. And yep. um you know, it just takes and a long time. you can do it quickly and so you, you can, can make money out of it, right? <laughs> you can make money out of it. But you're not going to do it in the year five. You're going to do it in the year 25. Is uh, and, uh, So I've done a lot of them. And they're, and they're really fun things to do. And I enjoy them. And, and uh, so that's I do a lot of that now. And then um, I have always had a fascination with products, making products. And um, one of the things I had figured out um, as being a graphic designer, which is a great skill. And I, I teach when I talk to students. I, especially design students, I tell them, you know, the graphic design skill set is perfect for the web environment and for selling products because you can know how to make PDFs and you know how to assemble, you know, print on demand products, you know, what the file size, you know, what you know, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a, um, I basically follow a model that I have. It's sort of a two tier model that there's what you do, your service, whatever your service mm-hmm. is. And then from while you're doing that, you learn things and you can build products that relate to that. Yep. And um, so you use the knowledge of the products and the things you learn from making products, you bring back to your service and from your service, you can supplement your service. So that has been my model for a long, long time. And um, basically half the income comes from the design and half the income comes from products. And so if one goes up or down, you have the other and the two kind of can go, go along and you can a backup plan. It's a backup plan and it mm. generates income. And so out of that, um, I've done the books. I've done software. I've done all kinds of things. Um, you know, it just keeps you interested, and you can bring a lot to the table when you come to a project because you've done, you've dealt with marketing, and production, and advertising, and distributors, and all that kind of stuff. So, um, so that's been kind of the path: is a graphic design path, wide variety, and then paralleled it since really, since the nineties, nineteen nineties, really when I started making products, um, a parallel product track that has continued on and, and uh, it allows me to have some freedom and, and, uh, uh, and supplement income really, you know, quite nicely. So, yeah. So let's talk about your book. So you said um, you've got like 40 books that you've written on five different subjects and it's quite interesting how that kind of came about. And some of the, and it's, it's really the case of people overthink things where you've done some books where, and I mean, there's a book on the in, in Amazon, which calls, you know, what women know about men know about women. And it's a book, right. And, um, and people have got hundreds of reviews on it, stuff like that. So I mean, I've never ever thought that book, right? <laughs> so I, so some of it is, um, and I have books that I have thought way too much, and I usually find that the books you think way too much on and take way too long usually miss their mark and don't do much, and the ones you do quickly tend to do something. But And I also have, I'm really big into series of books. So if you have an idea, mm-hmm. Amazon likes series, and then you can cross-promote a series. So that's yes. a really great way of marketing. Right. Um yeah. And then the third thing is I'm huge on repurposing your content in mm-hmm. other versions. So um, this was one of my my first books, The Essential Chords for Guitar, Mandolin, Ukulele, and Banjo. And it, it basically chronicled, which is a great way to write a book, chronicled mm-hmm. my learning to play the instrument. So I just gotcha. um, yeah. it just has the basic chords for beginners, and it's a mm-hmm. it's a nice book. It's a it took a long time to make because it took a long time to learn all those instruments. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's um, but it's been a you know it, it's, there's always going to be people playing instruments and it's it's yep. um, everything I do is print on demand. I use the CreateSpace platform, so I have no mm-hmm. inventory. My job mm-hmm. is, is think them up, make them, market yep. them, and yep. uh, so uh, this is a good example of repurposing. 
is that I needed to fill in the back of the book with some blank pages. So I, I don't know if you can, the viewers can yeah. see this or not and think, but so it's sheet music. I just did some blank sheet music that people can write songs. They can photograph it. I then took the sheet music and I turned it into an entire book of blank sheet music. <laughs> this book is one of my best-selling books. And um, <laughs> it's a cover. <laughs> it's, it's, cover and it's, it's just the cover and a and hundred blank pages of, of blank sheet music. Um, and so that became, um, it has become, a, you know, terrific and people buy it over and over and over and over because once they like it. So, you mm. know, that it's, it, it becomes a book that if they find a book they like for like this, a whole people use this as a whole about five songs worth of book, uh, five right. songs worth per book. So mm. they'll just keep buying the same book. Um, wow. and so that was, and then, you know, in the back of every book, I'll show you this. I cross promote all the other books. So that's part of my yeah. marketing plan is, is nice. every book has the other books. Um, I had designed a line of uh, clip art maps, editable maps that are primarily used in PowerPoint for business presentations. So I had drawn all the maps and I'm just holding up a prop of when I used to sell these on CDs, I don't sell them that Good way anymore. CDs. <laughs> but all CDs. I don't put a I CD player anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I ship these all over the world. Every country, I shipped them everywhere, um, along with downloads. But out of that came a line of books, coloring books of maps, because I already right. owned the maps. Which is essentially another blank book, essentially. It was it's another blank book. book, and this is another best-selling book that, that just goes on. And, and, and I just I was looking at my reviews the other day on Amazon, and somebody was commenting about that they had just bought the six, this, this book for the sixth time. Oh. So yeah, because like, the reality is that it's probably what the secret there is that because it's a consumable, you've not only right. created a book, you've created a consumable book. That's right. That's right. right. So it's like a like a journey, like a like a um, like a manuscript book or a or a journal book. You got to keep buying the book. So you've you got to keep buying the book, buyers. right? And cool. well, if you read the comments, you'll see people, you know, give this away to their grandchildren. That's not uncommon to see that comment that yeah. they they buy it and they give it to the grandchildren the color and yeah. stuff. So it. Yeah. So I guess this guy had six grandchildren and he just kept giving them the book. Keep on reading. <laughs> keep them going. So it's but I but I can use, you know, I have the same, I have the content. I just rethink about what else can I do with that content. And I can use well, it in up and moving on to the next pretty shiny right, object. Right. Um, and I have a book of, you know, the coloring book thing was really big this year. And and so, you know, another example of using repurposing the content was I was like, okay, what else can I do with these? I did four of these. Mm. And I thought, oh, people, somebody mentioned about traveling and putting them in mm. your pocketbook and for stress and taking them on airplanes going, well, this is too big to take on an airplane to color. So I just shrunk the whole book down <laughs> and made a small book. version, made a travel version. Right. And yep. so it's the same. There's nothing different in the book. I just shrunk the pages. And the important thing to think about there, too, is that CreateSpace lets you have a right, wide variety of, of sizing. So right. your book you're showing, your traditional size Books, they, could be journals, yep. they could be anything yep yep sizing. um and they do they do color create space or it's only black and white no they do color look here's a children's book i did um right. and i just did it and i just you know oh, i yeah, created beautiful. again a series mm -hmm. of and these are images i i uh, bought from shutterstock and if you're clever about how you a lot of a lot of um stock houses have package deals yes. where they'll give you a month to you, know, you can download a ton of stuff mm -hmm. in a month. Mm -hmm. So what you do is you organize your files. So I had a files for dogs, for cats, for horses, yep. for elephants. 
you okay. spend your time preparing and then you buy that one month yeah. and just download like a book. And and so instead of spending twenty dollars, now there's I, I just I feel so bad for photographers, but um <laughs> There really is there's no money so, left. But you've got the rights, but, right? You've, you've got the rights to. to I have the rights. I can do all kinds of things. That's the same images. Yeah. So um, you can get your images down into the dollars range, two dollars. You know, if you do it like. And that. that's the so, important thing is to make sure that when you do images, you get the right rights to do it. Because a lot of people, right. I've got clients right. who do websites, and they'll grab an image, they'll get it from somewhere else, and in comes the lawyer's letter to say, "Hey, you can't use that image." That's right. That's, that's right. And so, so, and if you're clever. You know, it's okay. I need to build a library for the next year of images. Buy one of the packages, pull mm. together your year's worth of images, and just pull it all down at the same time. And um, cool. so it's, I, you know, then I mean, I'll just show one more repurposing. I, I was in the, in the pre here, we were talking about this book. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I do in all my books, you'll see my phone number, my address. I try to make myself as, as open as I possibly can um, for customers to, because your customers are your research division. Yes. And especially with the maps, I mean, right, when I originally drew my maps, I drew them in Adobe Illustrator thinking they were going to be for graphic designers mm -hmm. and because I'm a graphic designer and I thought, well, I'm using them and I like maps. And um, I started getting calls from sales managers going, do you have these in PowerPoint? Because I need to do a map or I need to do a presentation. And I was mm -hmm. like, I don't know. And I figured out how to move them over to PowerPoint. Um, and that became the product. And mm -hmm. because I left my phone open. I let, yep. I, you know, I answered every call that came in every email. I said, I put my number everywhere. Call me up and tell me what you like or don't like about my product. Mm -hmm. um, and so when I was doing, you know, this book was on the market, the essential cord book was on the market. I had somebody from Australia called me up and said they were left. They were a left-handed guitar player and, and left-handed guitar players. It's really, they have to flip the guitar around and they have to try or learn it backwards. It's, awkward. <laughs> it's really awkward. So they said, could you flip your book? And I thought, so I looked and it was in, it's in the design. You could flip the graphics. And so I made the, the left-handed chord um, for a guitar. <laughs> so it's just a, it's an extension. It's just a repurposing of the same content. You're adding huge value to right. the left-handed people. You're saying left, here we go. You got you. We got you. Yeah. We got you covered. And yeah. um, when I did this book, I, I asked, you know, I put a note out or somehow in an email list, I said, you know, I'm looking for five people to help me review this to make sure it's right. For and for lefties, and I had five people that came in. They were my reviewers, make sure everything was right, because because I was like flipping the guitar around, trying to like trying to be left-handed. <laughs> left it's like it was so hard, and um, so I ended up with another book out of it. And so the, the books tend to build on themselves. Yeah. Um, and I also try to tell people is you know marketing and selling books. I sell uh, over the last couple of years. I I sell around forty three hundred books a year you cannot pick what's going to work no and you just have no idea it's really mm -hmm. a crapshoot yeah so you need to spread yourself out just yes. topic like just see what else you can do and mm. you know i didn't know the books that were bestsellers were ever going to be bestsellers yeah and it's yeah. you just kind of you discovered like wow look at that book going um and, you, and you, in that situation like you know people are doing single books they're, they're really betting bet, right. betting the farm on one book and and that's it. Right. They really put themselves in a box and said, "Well, this book doesn't work. I'm doomed." And they right. invest a huge amount of time and effort and and sometimes money and um, and you just it may just be a dud. It just doesn't. Yep. And and if you look at um, uh, any publishing company's stats, 
they have a couple of bestsellers and then they have the backlist. And it's <laughs> my curve isn't any different than than any than anybody <laughs> yeah. else's. Um, yeah, just actually write a book doesn't mean people, it's like if you're gonna build it, they're not gonna necessarily come. Right. And then you have to do the marketing, you have to do all the stuff. So it's mm. um I mean I was Publishers Weekly a few years ago published out a list of where um what the stats were on publishing companies. And I am in with my 43, I'm in the top 10% of all publishers in the country in the United States. Wow. I'm in the same group that you know Simon and Schuster and Prentice Hall and Random House are in with my little 4300 because most books don't, you know, I'm I'm at, yeah. at the top, you yep. know. And uh, and you think, well, how can that be? But I'm, you know, um, I think the thing is too, you know, like the, the the modern day publisher doesn't understand digital publishing. It, it seems like they, it's it's like um, I had this whole conversation with my son yesterday about ice makers because when <laughs> fridges and fridges were invented, refrigeration was actually invented in Australia. Did you know? Um, no, I didn't. So know. No, well, I didn't know that until I read it. But the, the theory is, is that the ice makers, when they used to make ice before refrigeration, when refrigeration came out, they, the ice makers didn't switch over to refrigeration. They didn't start becoming refrigeration experts. They all just went oh. broke. Oh. Right? <laughs> now, you can translate that out. Web designers never switched to mobile. Most of them went broke. Right, right. Right. So when you're in the current technology, for whatever bizarre reason, like Kodak, same principle. They were in the printing of yeah. photos business. They they didn't think digital would take digital photos. Cameras would take off. They had one. They didn't publish it. Right, um, right. They just went down the toilet. I mean, they just yeah, they, they just, just went went broke. Died. They just went they broke. Went blockbuster. Yeah. You know, they they you know, blockbuster was massive, and and you know, um, you know, the other companies that all the online companies now, and you know, are all you know making a lot of money because they've changed the digital technology. And so what's happening is the same in publishing, I think, is the pub traditional publishers, and when we deal with them sometimes, they go, well, they're totally alien to it um, as to what they should be doing because they don't understand the new technology. Right, and I think right. that's what publishing is becoming the same thing. It's, it's so complicated now, yet they just apply the same rules online that they think will work, and they don't. Well, I think, you know, I have a client who I uh, cons consult to for publishing, and, you know, one of the enormous things about the self-publishing world is that you get to retain your rights mm. and but you don't realize what that means and you know it means I was a lot. <laughs> it means a lot and I and my the way that I market my my books my primary way that I market my books is I I publish most of the book online mm. um you know like if you look at my music books you'll see all every page is up online mm. with a good description and a good file name yeah. and um, I can repurpose the content and then I wrap my own ads around my own content. And yeah. I try to tell people to do this. And so this person, you know, was going to go self and then, then she switched and found a publisher. And so then she came back to me and said, okay, I'm ready to market. And I said, well, you know, can we take your copy and put it out in podcasts and videos on the, on blogs? She goes, no, I can't do anything with my copy. So oh, yeah. she had just hand strung herself without the main marketing tool. It was just, and I said, well, you know, we could, repurpose this content and do different things with it. No, I can't do any of that. I'm like, mm. you can see the look at her face just went, oh, good. Not right. really. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, just realize you know, what happened to her. And, and, realize what is, to it. Yeah. and generally speaking, like for some reason they type, like publishers will type digital, but they do not do nothing with it. So it ends up being right. a print version and no digital at all. Right. And so, right. and they write themselves to it. So, yeah, I think people sort of puff up and say, I've got a publisher, I've secured a publisher. And reality is what they've done is it's quite the other way around. <laughs> yeah. And most, yeah. you know, and most publishers these days aren't doing anything anyways. No. And, um, 
you're still having to do all the marketing. So yeah. they don't you know, expect the, you. They don't yeah. expect to do the marketing. They ask you what your platform is, and you say, "What's that right. mean?" And it's, well, how many social media followers do you got? Because we need to get you to go out there and market your own book. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not sure what they're doing. To be honest with you, and what you are make, they doing? Are they and you your make, I can do that. <laughs> three to five times the royalties that you do on a regular, you know, traditional publisher is 70 cents to a dollar royalty. Mm. You know, I'm making $2 and 50 cents to three fifty a per book. Yeah. So, you know, I'm making way more money. Um, and because you've got that graphic design element, I mean, your books are as professional as any other book on the market. Right. right. Um, right. So and it's not like you're sacrificing a self-publishing way to make it look less professional. Right. You, and it's still as good a quality as you would get. Yeah. Yeah. And you have the ability to read, you know, like this, this illustration that is on the front of my music book has been also, um, I've turned them into posters. Yeah. So, you know, I use print on demand. I'll take like, you know, like, let me just show you like, you know, a chord chart like this and I'll blow it up and turn it into a poster. And so, mm -hmm. you know, they've become practice posters that people can put in their rooms and those sell. I took the illustrations and turned them into hats, t-shirts, mugs, cups, coffee cups, clocks, you know, through a cafe press and Zazzle and places like that. So I'm reusing this content in multiple so, ways. So I've got a brilliant idea, but you may already do it. Because <laughs> <laughs> one of the things with, um, with ClickFunnels is that, um, and I've noticed with, with the way that they promote their product, almost every one of them is a free plus shipping offer, right? And so they, they have a thing called Funnel Graffiti, which I got the other day, which is stickers that you that you can build your funnel. So you, oh, you yeah, yeah. Quite cute when you think about it, right? And then great ad. But what they do is they go, you can buy a sheet of this, right? And then you get that for free plus shipping. But then when you get to the next page, it upsells you. So would you like two? Would you like four? <laughs> right? Would you like 20? <laughs> right? And then you I upsell just, uh, again and you say, look, uh, I want to, I want something else. So, for example, you might, they might buy the sheet music and you upsell them into an audio CD or, or download just to bring right. something, right? Right. And our experience is that 30% of the people take the bump offer, huh. right? Because we did the same thing because what we're doing is when I was doing my paperback books for clients, we would give them a hardback book as a present. So we get the hardback printed. And really, it was just really just to give them a present to make them feel that they got something really <laughs> substantial, right? What we realized was the hardback sold sometimes better than the paperbacks, Almost all of my books. I'm a I'm a physical mm. book guy. Almost yeah. everything. My Kindle stuff is is very low. You know, yeah. I have you know I have this book, my book marketing one. My my book marketing book, which is my international best selling book, is the yeah. one that actually sells on Kindle. Yeah. But all my other books are are print. Print yeah. never really died, and no, uh, oh, it took off really. It took off. So, yeah, no, it's doing fine. And uh, yeah. so I think that's um, the thing. And so we we'd say basically. Um, where we did a free plus shipping offer, we said, look, you can have the paperback for free, which is pay the shipping, and then we get to the bump offer. And so if you like a hardback for an extra $15, well, you can do that. And 30% of the traffic would just automatically pay extra money. So you've <laughs> tripled your revenue off the front end of it, right? right? So I don't know whether you do that kind of concept where you could, you, I, uh, with that sheet music, you could easily do like a free plus shipping offer for the first book. And then, and then spin it into, would you like five books for that? You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, scribbling this down. I haven't done it because it's just sort of managing, but, but, uh, yeah. well, ClickFunnels has got a great, um, process for that because what they do is the, the two step order form, um, allows you to capture their email address and all their details. So, where would you like to ship the sheet music? But then the next step is what, how do, would you like to pay for that, sir? 
all right? Which is the same way you do in a shop, right? You pick the thing up right. and then you go to the counter and say, would you like to pay for that, sir? They don't front you with the credit card details at the front, right? So what you've done <laughs> is capture the details of those people that are interested in buying. Now, there's a there's a there's an abandon rate in e-shopping, all right? But what's happened is you've captured them. So you've actually captured a database anyway. So regardless of whether they buy anything from you or not, You've now got their email address. You can still funnel it through. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. And I've done too many solutions that actually allow you to do, like that two-step two click form you can do in literally 30 seconds. Huh. So to me, um, and I'm starting to think about this myself, I think if you've got anything physical that you can do or make it in the physical, free mm -hmm. plus shipping seems to be the go because you've now got a physical connection with that customer. But like your clients, they're physical. So what I've done for a long time, and on my maps, I used to, I sold a CD for a long time. It was very interesting. When I added the CD to the collection, the sales went up. I think what it did is it said to people, this is a legitimate, has to be a legitimate company because they have, because there's something real. And, mm. you know, mm. it, the CDs, you know, the individual maps were, you know, at $49.95, the CD is $200, was $199.95. So for a $2 piece of plastic, I got, you know, $199. Yeah, same, <laughs> same value, same maps. He's amazing. <laughs> now I've moved that online and, you know, I recently updated that whole e-commerce, my, mm. uh, my map stuck, and I've added coupons. I didn't mm. have the ability before to do coupons and now I have a pop-up thing with coupon and mm. uh, it's been very interesting. People love coupons. Mm. And uh, yeah, the other thing that they love is if you ship a product, I've learned um, a couple of things. One is free shipping. Yep. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter what the product costs. Yep. It's just they get really annoyed at the shipping. Mm, so mm. Amazon got rid of shipping. Yep. And I got rid of shipping. I just went mm. anywhere in the world. I don't care. Mm. It, when you're shipping a $200 product, there's a lot of profit margin in there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can afford to, to bump you, the shipping. I mean, in Australia, the biggest problem in Australia is that it, shipping is very expensive in Australia. It's, it's like the star. Yeah, it's you can getting more and more. Yeah. item last for a few dollars, right? If I ship the same item to you, it's going to cost me $60. Wow. $60 to ship a book. <laughs> I've got to get there within, you know, within, well, by, before you die. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Your lifetime, right? Your lifetime. Um, so that's what I've, yeah, and I have tried, and now that I, I'm trying to learn more about coupons. I, you know, it's mm -hmm. only, I've only had this really since December and uh, what's the best practices and how to do it. Um, but people love it. People like coupons a lot. And I used to know when I first started selling my maps, I did things in bundles. I found that mm -hmm. if you take a product and break it into pieces and then present it as a bundle, you'll yeah. get way more sales of that product than you do as an individual. People love to get a deal. And yeah. so you just in purposely... the buying mood, they'll buy more. Like that's right. the way it works. I mean, McDonald's right. made an extra billion dollars out of chips, didn't they? Like, would you like fries <laughs> with that? Well, then... Straight away, you build an extra business. So, yeah, it makes a lot it of sense. Makes the business. So, all right. Um, so, we're going to move on to Facebook groups. Um, <clears> okay. About your group. So, you, you said to me you had like 1,800 members, and I'm a member of that group. So, it's a very highly engaged group. Right. Um, right. So, what I, so, what I did, so my thought was, and a lot of people have a group, um, you know, a lot of people who are gurus or have a course or something have a group. And what I noticed was that very rarely are the, was the guru in the group. Mm -hmm. And my thought was, what happens if I was in the group and contributed to the group? Could it yeah. grow? And yeah. so um, that's what that was the basic philosophy that I did. And I did it. So I also learned um, it's not a group about me, even though I'm the guy who runs the group. So it's, it's yeah. how to publish your book, Facebook group. But pick a group around a topic. 
a general enough topic that you can kind of move left and right in. Yeah. Yeah, and too deep, I suppose. Yep. And don't have it be your name, even though everybody knows who you are. And initially I um I generated content by Google Alerts, signing up to blogs, you know, different blogs, subscription sites, um, news feeds. And I just saw whatever was interesting I thought would participate in the group. I put it in there to to build content. And then the group started to grow. And I also thanked everybody. It's 1,800 people, and I probably have thanked mm -hmm. a thousand of those people. Just thank you for joining the group. Just yeah. and you'd get comments like, "No one does this in a group." Thank you for joining the group. <laughs> I was like, "Well, you know," and it so it just grew, and you know, it's that then it has gotten, you know, once it got over a thousand people, it starts to get its own momentum, yes. and there are conversations that go on, and you know, I celebrate successes. I manage um, people who aren't participating correctly in the group. Yep. You know, I let people promote, but but. If you're going to promote, it's, I present it as a learning group. brutal on them? Because I think a lot of these groups, like I've joined a few groups where, oh, you're not to do that. And they come at you with a Nazi kind of approach, like, you know, I, we're going to plan I, you and I'm going to do this and that. And I think that's a bad idea. I just, I delete them. You know, if mm. somebody isn't doing what I think they should be doing, mm. if they're sort of spamming, I, I'll come at people and say, this is a learning group. If you're going to just promote and promote, yeah. share. You know, I don't yeah. mind if you promote, but if you can teach, mm. uh, almost nobody will do that. Um, and if they kind of don't get the message, then, you know, I don't, it's okay, you're gone. Um, sometimes I'll do it privately to them and go, you know, this is a mm -hmm. learning group and I'd love to have you share and contribute, but you know, that's where it is. Mm -hmm. um, and then what also happens is people take ownership of a group. Mm -hmm. um, and so they start to look out for the group because they like what's going on in the dialogue. And, and so people will, will say, Hey, this person is, they'll put whatever the uh, notices on Facebook that say, you know, this one's been flagged. Um, so it just kind of grows. And so now come out, I, you know, part of the goal is to try to move people to my, my courses if I can. Um, it builds positioning for myself. Um, I reward and really, you know, help people. We have tremendous people who have come in the group, um, with no knowledge at all to start, like, how do I publish a book? And they publish a book and yep. it's just, it's a really cool thing. And, mm, um, it's a it's a really good. And then lately what I've been doing is because of the rise of Facebook live and things I've started uh, a TV show, how to publish a book TV show um, broadcast to the group. And yeah. it's hard to keep them going, but it's just because yeah, it's hard work keeping that up. Yeah. <laughs> hard work keeping that up this week as I've kind of yelled, but I, you know, I still just mm. keep trying and uh, the engagement just keeps getting more and more. And uh, I get, I get more engagement on a show. I using be live as the mm. platform. Um, and then I try to, I matched this with a uh, a blog, a publishing blog called BruceTheBookGuy.com. Yeah. And the two have sort of come at the same time. So sometimes I'll try to funnel people to look at the full article over here. And, um, you know, and, and in the show, I'll now do a, I always have a new book section right at the beginning. People love that. And you need to reward people in mm -hmm. the group. And I do it up at the top by pushing people's books in the in the masthead, yeah. you know, the, the yeah. thing at the top. And a lot of people just leave the same thing there and never change it. Huh? Yeah, and it's hard again. It's hard to rotate it, but people really like love it when they're in there. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, so it's been a really cool thing. And I and you know one of the cool things is that you can you know like what am I going to do if I do a show? Where do I get the content to talk about? Mm -hmm. I just go back through the past week mm -hmm. and just look at the questions that people asked um, yeah. for that week, and I just you know write them down on a little piece of paper and and. Uh, um, you know, and I do this. This is a little. Um, I'll show, it, show you the little trick I do here. Um, I just grab these off the floor. So one of the things I do at the beginning of a show, because um, 
one, I, I make sure I do the grill away. I hold up my website address. <laughs> that's cool. That's good. Right idea. here. Right yeah, here. I saw that the other day. I thought, that is nice. <laughs> yeah. And it's and it's moving around and you can go. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> because video just runs on Facebook yes. with no sound, you don't know what it is. I, yeah. I do a little title slide that I put up that oh, says, gotcha. here's what the show right there, what the show yeah. is going to be. Yeah. And, um, and I'll also make, sometimes I'll make, you know, like little title slides and, you know. Um, <laughs> Because it's just it just runs, and so mm. that they're, they're up, scrolling back. If they don't see something as interest, they're just a popping head. They might not do. They don't see anything. It's just a blur. It's just it's just going. But um, so that has been it's been fun to do it, and um, you know I've done a lot of video, and, and what I I've, I've done a lot of publishing videos and things, and what I have found is that it's a really common path now of people engaged me on YouTube. <clears throat> yeah. They followed me there for a while. Mm -hmm. I make sure all the links are there and the text and everything is there. And mm -hmm. um, then they come over to Facebook group, yep. they engage there, and then maybe they buy a course. So there's, yep. there's it's a similar path. It's definitely a path that people follow. They get, they see you somewhere here, and then they follow yep. that path. Um, it's interesting. Yes, yeah, like we always talk about with marketing is the customer journey. You know, And if you don't map out the journey at the start, that you understand the journey, then, right. then you usually get that wrong. And then that's where things stuff up. So I think, yeah, I, actually, I, I found a guy that did, I was looking online, looking for some tips about how to do better microphones. I can't remember exactly what I was trying to find, but I found this little video on YouTube. He's quite an engaging guy and thought it was very interesting. And then he offered some sort of free um, um, gear guide or something, right? So mm -hmm. I subscribed to his gear guide and I ended up spending $2,000 on a <laughs> design, like a business by design course. Right. Right, because you, he's built that. He's he's given you something up front that's valuable. He's collected your email address, and then he's taking you on the journey. But right. you didn't realize you were going on a journey. You started that journey off simply trying to find some information. You weren't. That's right. That's you right. weren't interested in buying anything. I for my yeah. maps, um, what I did is for a long time I I kept track of every comment, email question, comment that came in. I did that mm -hmm. for, quite, for quite a while. I just dumped them mm -hmm. in a Word file, just copy, paste what my response was, what the question was, and what my response was. Put yep. them in a big Word file. And yep. it was like 200 pages long. Wow. I printed it out, cut it up with scissors, and put things in piles. All right. And I had about 12 piles. <laughs> like a crime scene thing. <laughs> it was like a crime scene thing. And those became my how-to videos. Right. And I went and recorded a video on each one of those. And they were all like, how do I color? How do I add text? How do I enlarge? Just basic things, but mm. the same questions. Because I was going, God, I'm asking you the know same. the content. You don't know the answer. You know the answers. You don't know the questions, right? Right. And but I'm answering the same questions over and over and over and over. And so once you make a video, I put those on YouTube. Mm. Almost every person who calls me over the last four or five years um, uh, mentions the videos. Like, oh, I've seen you on video, or they'll go, Oh, you're the guy that's talking on the video. It's yeah, like I've seen on TV, right? <laughs> yeah, seen on TV. And you know, I I you know, the problem like with Facebook Live and things that it's only on there for that one mm. 10 minute section or it, it moves down. You can't find it again later easily. You know, that's it's gone. There's no index. Yeah. It's gone. And mm. you know, I have videos that have been out there selling for eight years. I made mm. them eight years ago. I haven't changed them. They're, they're like three PowerPoint versions ago, and I just <laughs> feel embarrassed, but I just yeah. like, they still keep working. You know? so stop, don't stop something as well. You know, wow. It just keeps going and going. And um, so, so I think I, the secret there really is that, you know, obviously you said at the start was 
make sure that you engage in your own group and use your group for that purpose of feedback and rather than promotion, right? Because you're not using that group to promote yourself ultimately. You're using that group as a research tool. That's right. It's a research tool. Which also becomes a promotion anyway, but, you know. And a platform building tool and Mm. and and establishing me as the guy that teaches these topics. And, uh, um, you know, and I get a lot of people um, who come over from Mm. other groups that aren't getting the answers they want. <laughs> we'll let those, we'll let those be we'll quiet. <laughs> we'll let that slide away. And I go, Ooh, that's, they're running another course again. I see. Okay. It's a great way to build your own presence, to build a community, yeah. to really see what they want. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe sell some products into it. Um, mm-hmm. But just to get a lot of fun too. It's, it's just, it's very rewarding these people, I mean, you know, publishing a book is transformative for people. Yes. And you get to see that in your group, in your Facebook group. Right? So I just really encourage people, just make a group. And, and it's the it's an open group. There's open groups, closed groups, and secret groups. It's open group. Yeah. And and just encourage you to participate, answer questions, and be involved. And you'll be amazed what will happen out of that group. So you know, There's a lot of stuff where you say a lot, a lot of people come for content to stay for the community. Yep. Yep. And, and I think that's what they're looking for. They actually don't necessarily looking just for you to be the guru. They want other people to like them right. to help. Right. And that's why masterminds and all that sort of things work so well because other people are giving the breadth of their knowledge depending on what level they're at. Right. Mm. And I have people who have who will make comments that they have, you know, they engaged me somehow a year ago or two years ago, and now they they finally got their book done, and they're just absolutely thrilled about it. Mm. And uh, and that wouldn't have been possible. And um, without doing that, but it, you got to sort of see that you got to get it going. You got to put a lot of content in to get it going, but then mm. it'll start to kind of kind of grow on Snowball. its own. Snowball. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Now, as promised, as as advertised. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about it in podcasting is I don't think you can force uh, fast forward anything, so you got to hang in there and listen. So. Right? You got to listen. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. So drum roll. Actually, we should have a guitar roll. <laughs> oh, I have the guitar sitting right there. See, it's right there. Yeah, I saw right. it out of the background. It's, oh, right, there. Yeah. Oh, it's right there. Got one. <laughs> I've got one. I'll have to play it on another podcast. All right. Yep. So, so how to create a create and launch a product in fifteen minutes. So, right. so let's let's. So you got fifteen minutes to do it. <laughs> okay. Right. So this is a this is a talk that I have given a number of times, and it's um. One of the, the things I try to tell people about pro- making products and selling products is um, you can make a product and sell something that's a dollar and learn everything you need to learn. And then it's it's really just expanding that. So mm-hmm. um, so what I encourage people to do is to sort of s- don't start real big, start yeah. really small. Mm. A single piece of paper can be a product and it, you learn all the things you're going to need to learn doing that one piece of paper. So um, a massive product. Then a massive product is just so the easiest thing to, to make and you can test. So I do um, I, I do make products for a couple of reasons. One is to sell the product, but also you can use it to test a concept. Mm-hmm. Does, does anybody care? It's really does anybody care about this thing? Mm-hmm. I think I want to try to make. Um, and so a really, really simple product that you can. So it's two simple products you can really make. One might just be a checklist. My mm-hmm. top 10 list on, uh, let's just say fly, fly fishing. You know, I have a group. I'm a publishing guy. Here's mm-hmm. my top 10 list. Maybe I sell that list or it's a, it's a, just a simple list for a dollar. Yeah. It's a it's a word file. It's one page long or two pages long. 10 great of your best tips. 
and you sell it for a dollar. You can use it for lead generating or just, yeah. just sell it. Or just look around your computer, um, you know, like, you know, say you've written a book. Well, you probably have a PDF file that you use to publish the book with. Yeah. That's a product. You can use that PDF file and sell the PDF file. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's already sitting on your computer. You don't even have to make it. You just copy it. Um, so that's sort of where you can kind of get very simple products to get in, um, you know, top 10 list, expand just a little bit, take a report you already have that you think is interesting, maybe a book you've already written, take a chapter out of the book or three chapters, or maybe you take your book and make a work little workbook out of it. It's in PDF, yep. something like that. So you're splintering um, really, you're splintering off something that you already got. Yeah. You're splintering off something that you already have. So it's not like you're agonizing over what's this product going to be. And your goal is to test and see, does any you know, before you sort of jump into the whole course on, <clears throat> on fly fishing, does anybody care about my knowledge and see me as an expert on fly fishing? Mm-hmm. I'm going to give a little tiny thing to get just tested. So mm-hmm. I use to do this. I use a site called Gumroad. So Gumroad.com is mm-hmm. a site, and uh, there's a bunch of these out there. Um, I particularly like Gumroad, and think of it as a uh, electronic bucket. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a so the one of the hardest things of doing. Uh, e-commerce online is the e-commerce part of it you know the that is the part that you need a webmaster for (laughs) it's all your time it has to do with payment processors and credit cards and delivery and Mm. all of this stuff that's like you just don't want to deal with so you can think of amazon has the you know their genius is the e-commerce side you know they Mm. they show the product but they handle all the money part easily um so gumroad is a site that allows you to upload a PDF, um, uh, a video file, several PDFs, whatever you can kind of load up into a small uh, a product name. Yeah. Um, and they take care of all the other stuff. They take care of your job is sort of make it and market. Their job is yeah. to host it, collect, yeah. give easy way to buy, collect the money, money. Yeah. distribute it and stream it or distribute it or whatever they're going so to you're do. you're selling a product for a dollar, though. Are you, what are you making out of it, ultimately? Well, they take 5% okay. plus right. 25 cents. Okay. So, And they have a lot of really interesting different pricing models. Like they have a pay-what-you-want pricing mm-hmm. model, which is just the most fascinating thing to try. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I sold, again, repurpose. I took PDF. I, I surveyed my audience. My mm-hmm. book audience, what did they like about this book? And they said, "We love the book, but could you could you sell the PDFs as individual PDFs as opposed to a book full of a hundred pages of PDF, hundred pages yeah. of yeah. maps?" They said, "It's almost like they didn't know how to change to get to page sixty and print page sixty. They just wanted <laughs> sixty, like which is why I say this. That's the argument about the graphic designers." Mm. know how to make stuff well people don't know how to always print they like they must have to print page one through 60 to get to page 60 they don't want to do that yeah they don't see the option come up yeah <laughs> so i just took the book and i made a hundred pdfs i just took each page as a pdf bundled right. it. <laughs> we're not overthinking again here are we <laughs> I'm not overthinking. i just went okay i can I, that's what they told me they want that's what i'm going to do and i just put them in a zip file and I put them on Gumroad at $2, and you can put a plus after the price. And that yep. says people then can pay whatever they want. $2 is the base. Wow. Okay. People paid $2. They paid $5. They paid $10. Some paid $20 for the $2 product. It's like you went to a grocery <laughs> store and said, I don't think that those grapes are the right price at $3.95 a pound. I, I think, think they're probably $8.95. Really 
<laughs> you can't anyway. imagine that you would do this. But there's restaurants but, like that too, are there? You go and you pay pay what you like at the end of the restaurant for the meal. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And so, and the average price was around seven dollars and fifty cents. And eventually, I get kind of tired of it, and I just set it at four ninety five, and that's been its price. And mm. um, so they have lots of different things. All right. So you so you basically open up new product. You pick digital product. You can also do subscriptions and you can do physical. They also have some physical stuff that you can sort of tie in. Mm-hmm. So you sign the name, um, you upload your, your PDF, your videos, your, whatever it is you have, you just upload it. Mm-hmm. Um, then it goes into a, uh, you can add a description. So just add a description about your product and you can kind of format it, bolds and you can put some tabs and things. Okay. Yeah. Um, you put a picture of the product or a video. So you can put either of those, um, pick a price. And at about the speed that I just said this mm-hmm. thing, this is how fast it takes to do it. Yep. And now you have a product and it's live. And you can start social media right away. They have little Twitter things and Facebook things. Yeah. You can get a link. So you can put a button on your site and just put a link to it. You yep. can also put an embed code to get like a little how to buy button. Mm-hmm. And if you hit that button, up will pop a sales page. If gotcha. you don't use that button, it'll just take you to their sales page. Right. Um, very simple. Mm-hmm. Fill out, put your credit card, download. Um, and you're using the legitimacy of someone else. So it's almost like you're doing a, a fast Amazon. Exactly. Right. Mm. And and people ask, you know, well, do they do any marketing or anything for you? They go, no, that's that's your job. So yeah. so you could quickly well, set you don't up. You bank to market, you do, and then they charge you fees. They're <laughs> <laughs> not going to do that, right? <laughs> And so you can quickly set up a little store. It, they also have the world's fastest affiliate program. So right. I could put up a product. I could put up my book marketing book. Uh-huh. And I can give you an affiliate link from z- 0 to 50% off. Mm-hmm. You'll get whatever I decide you're going to get. It's up to 50%. Yeah. Um, might even be higher. But anyways, at least 50 And mm-hmm. um, you can then sell the product and you get your payment. Um, they pay weekly. I don't know. Anybody that I pays weekly. Funnels, so I don't know. They pay weekly. They pay weekly? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I have a bunch of products. My, um, I, It's up to about $1,000 a month now I'm making off of them um, uh-huh. that just generates from products. And you just – and I have them in different places. And, you know, so anywhere you want to ha- – if you have especially a variety of websites or blogs, you have things, mm-hmm. um, you can just put a little picture of your book. Or put a yeah. little picture or whatever, put the link. They they also have a relationship with um, uh, YouTube, so you can mm-hmm. put a link right on a video, and you could be like, "Oh, hey, buy my stuff," and point like this, and then put a little YouTube link card thing there. And I, it's it's fabulous. It's fabulous. It just works. And so you can, you know, I, I really try to emphasize to people because of you know you and I both come out of the uh, you know, product stuff and you know a whole mm-hmm. internet marketing thing of you know, these large video courses and things like that. Yeah, and, yeah, do a lot. And, mm-hmm. and this can be, you can sort of put up a variety of products very quickly to, and you can then add to them. You can add more videos to them. You can have connection with your cut. They have a free model. I use basically the free model, um, but for $10 a month, you can go to a pay one. It gives you more access to. Uh, so essentially the secret here is obviously make sure the delivery of the product or whatever you're selling stays within that system. Right. And, 
can you then have them not necessarily stay in the system, go out, or that is the idea is that it all stays inside there? You mean for people ordering the product? Say they bought a course or something, and you and you and you put some of the course there. Could you take them somewhere else and finish the course, or does it sure. have to stay inside the no, system? No, no, no. You can do anything you want. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people use it um, as a um, like, say, you just wanted to run an event, like an mm -hmm. event bright. You could you could you could do that with some free content. You know, hey, sign up for you know. Um, you know, John's um, Evolve Entrepreneur series. Mm. And, you know, you do that, you get the ticket access, you get a little thing with the link where you're going and there's some free videos oh. that go along with yeah. it. So um, yeah. it, it has a little limitations. I think if once you're moving, like I use Gumroad a lot and I also use Teachable to host yeah. products. Yeah. Once you sort of move past eight, nine videos yeah. and you're making a little more, then move to Teachable. But this, mm. but you know, for it's a lead generation concept to me, that's that's absolutely brilliant because right. sometimes right. Um, number one, you may not know a product's going to work. I mean, like I use ClickFunnels a lot, and I can build a landing page pretty quickly and pull that infrastructure together. But then when you start taking money, you got to test a lot of other things. Right, right, right. And the three plus shipping offer and all that sort of things might take time because you want to make sure that back end's working properly, you're getting paid, that they can check out okay, and you know all that sort of things got to happen. So this this is a lead magnet. Scenario, this is like you said, like selling for a dollar or whatever is a dollar, two dollars. They'll take up. Uh, as I was preparing, I, I gave a, a talk on this topic this week, and mm -hmm. um, you can sell up to a product that's up to five thousand dollars. They'll go right. more if you call them, but you can go up to five. Right. Um, my average product sale um, is. I was just looking at it this week. Um, is twenty three dollars and ninety one cents is my average of. I have products that are twenty nine dollars. I have products that are a dollar. Yeah. Um, I have ones that was $97, um, $23.91 is my average price um, that I average out with the number of customers I have. And so I've been super pleased with it. It's, it, mm. you know, you can, you can build a product in about, you know, four minutes. <laughs> and, and I think the, the thing with all that is, again, you're not overthinking it. Right? And, right. and the thing is that you, and the reality is if you say, oh, I've got to build a product, a bit of product, at least if nothing else, you've got started quickly. That's right. And you've That's tested, right. as you say, you've tested a theory. And if it doesn't work, then great. Don't build that product. <laughs> right? I mean, so like, yeah, so you could product. do like, here's a way to easily build out a product. You could, you could check a checklist on book marketing. I could yep. put the PDF for the book. Up. I yep. could then just sit here and record maybe four or five videos of my favorite chapters out of the book mm. and load those up. And I very quickly mm. have built out a product mm. that I didn't spend any real heavy money on or anything. I just sort of, Oh, they like that. Let's add a little more. And, and they're, they are also, and they have a, tr a fantastic um, blog resource center for stuff. But one of the things they talk about a lot is, is um, tiered products, mm -hmm. and that how how successful it is. So what they do is they'll go. So my my entry level product is maybe a PDF checklist of my favorite things about fly fishing. Mm -hmm. um, I don't, I'm not a fly fisherman, but I just it's an easy topic. <laughs> so it, it's a dollar, or, or it's five five ninety five to get the sort of you know Bruce's tips on fly fishing. Yep. Then you you can you can then you know once your products are in Gumroad you can mix and match them anywhere you want and move them around in other products. So right. then the next tier would can be upsell. can you upsell from that? Well, yeah. What you do then the next tier is that product but, yeah. and maybe four videos for gotcha. twenty nine ninety five. Then right. you build another product of those two items for the checklist, the four or five videos, oh, wow. and maybe okay. there's a consulting package in there of I'll come and give you a we'll do a Skype thing or something. Yeah. Where you know, show me your how you're casting, and I'll kind of fix you. 
for mm-hmm. 295. And what they say is people can see the value. You can stack these products up on your website. Yep. It's all the same stuff, basically. And people will buy just like the wine thing. They'll buy mm-hmm. the middle one or the bottom one, but yep. they move, they move they move you, themselves up the scale. They yeah. move themselves up the scale. Right. Mm. Wow. So it, it just gives you a way of um and you can do that very, very quickly without mm. a lot of thinking. You know what you're saying is without a lot of thinking. And, and if you did have a product, like you could, you could, you could splinter it off and make a smaller product to get that right. lead in. Um, to get that that staggered thing, right? It's like what mm. what can I do to take a product I already have, split it up into a bunch of other pieces, and let's see what I can do with yeah. that product. And maybe there's a, you know, I, one of the things that happened with my maps, you know, is you have to test and test and test. And when I first released my maps. I um, I sold these as twenty nine ninety five for the whole collection. That's it, one time offer. Well, yep. people couldn't deal with one time offers because <laughs> they didn't know there was no end. They're like, "That's it." I mean, I don't renew. I don't. They couldn't get their head because everybody else does something. Like, <laughs> Am I doing something wrong? And then I so I I said, "Well, it's good for a year," even though I never chased anybody. That helped. And then I doubled the price, and the and the sales doubled. And then I doubled the price again, and the sales doubled again. And then I finally hit a plateau. But but what happened is is that my audience went from graphic designers, when I was originally selling the original things, who don't have any money and bounce checks and credit cards all the time, Mm. to corporate clients who Mm. never bounce a credit card and don't care what the product costs, but can't buy a $29 product. They it's not have, in their psyche. It has to be more, yes. It has to be more. Yeah. And it's all so you know, you can keep testing your pricing. And I I on Gumroad, I tested my map. I took my maps and I bundled them all into uh, a zip file. I put it up there for um what did I put up there? 1995. Mm-hmm. I got some sales. So then oh. I for a month, I did it for a month and I got sales. Then I increased the price to 20 and 95 because they have coupons with a $10 off coupon with a big thing on the front of the picture said $10 off, right? <laughs> Two thirds of the people bought it, but one third of the people didn't with the coupon. It's like a big, it's right I there in their missed the coupon. <laughs> it's just like, they didn't do it, right? I'm like, I just paid the full price. And I'm like, okay. So I just changed the price to $29.95 instead of the said, hell with it. I'll just do that. And so, yeah. you know, my, I, you can use coupons to test new price points. And mm. things like that to see yeah. what happens. Like, just change the price and see what happens. And yeah, don't be scared. Don't be scared. I mean, I, we we've got a mobile app platform that you know for about two and a half thousand dollars or whatever, we can build an entire mobile app that would be probably worth fifty, sixty thousand dollars. Because the reality is, you wouldn't build all that functionality. And we we were, we were approached by Breville to to do their app, and we could play their videos better on our app than they could play on their own website, right? But we were too cheap, and they couldn't handle it. Right. Right. And so we should have gone in at twenty five thousand, not two and a half thousand. Right. So we couldn't right. make a deal because it was way too cheap. They couldn't get their head around it. I had somebody. I, I had law firm clients for a long, long, long time until the recession came and uh, it really killed off that market. Mm. Um, and I was remember quoting on a big branding project for a law firm, and I think I priced ten thousand dollars for the branding package and the people that won won it for a hundred thousand dollars and the mm-hmm. and the marketing director who knew me very well was a great supporter of me she said you know she would just add another zero on the end of your number <laughs> it would have been fine <laughs> you just weren't expensive enough um you know yeah you just, i mean i, I did this the other day actually it was quite interesting i 
I let the customer do the math. So what I said was, well, we charge about $150 an hour. This is probably going to take about 20 hours. And he goes, oh, well, that's going to be X dollars. I go, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> and so I said, okay. So I didn't tell him the price. I just gave him an indication of what would need to be done, how right. much it was going to cost per hour, and ranged it out a bit. And he just, yeah, I got the math. Yeah, that's about $3,000. Okay, that sounds reasonable. Let's do that. Right. right. Yeah. So you never underestimate your customer to do the math for you, right? <laughs> if they're keen enough, they'll do the math. <laughs> they'll do the math. And they're right. And they just don't tell them. You just say it's this many hours. And I've yeah, done yeah. newsletters for years and books by the per page price. I just, mm. instead of trying to come up with what the price is for news, I just go, mm. it was $125 a page. Mm. You want to add four pages? I don't care. Just, you know, it's just $125 a page. And they can just do the math. Like, And they just, they go, okay, well, it's fine. That's, you know, it's, it's just, they, they buy the small price. Yes. then they'll multiply it out with a big price. That's right. I mean, $150 right. is a lot less than 3000 Right, right. So they got to yeah. buy that, and then they take the hours, and they go, oh, okay, that's, I see where it's coming from. So, yeah, I mean, they sell uh, petrol the same way, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? No one would come by it if it says, you know, your gas oh, well, is going to be a <laughs> the car. So, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, it makes sense. So that's the, that's basically how to make a product in 15 minutes is is so look what you have that you can easily put together really fast. I mean, I love the mm -hmm. here's I'll do my top 10. My quickie top 10 thing is I ask people, what is your your most asked question? So what's the most asked question that people ask you? And sometimes I have to get them to like come down and go, OK, that's great. Now, what's the second most question? OK, now give me eight more. <laughs> All right. Okay. There you go. There's your chapters of your book. Give me a sentence for the first then give me a paragraph for the, for them. Then give me four or five paragraphs for each one in that order. Do it in that way. And there you have your, your thing. And um, you can stop on any way in between there. And, um, um, and, and that works. And then, so there you go. And that's it. Or just look in your computer. Um, you'll probably find, especially if you're um, any corporate person, you have a report, PDF, you have blogs, just pull the posts off the blog and stick them into mm. a document and go, my mm. favorite blog posts. Mm. Here's a $2 for that. You're really just yeah. testing and then you may mm. find people actually buy it. And then, yeah. you know, you, then you take a vacation. <laughs> and I, I think the whole theme of this thing is overthink, people overthink stuff. Like, I mean, I, I think I was right. watching something on Frank Kern or might've been something like that anyway, talking about the concept of the fact that these guys were getting upset because of all these spam emails. So it says, oh, you're spamming me, send me too many emails, you know, and they unsubscribe. He said, it's interesting. The same people that were getting complaining about the emails were prepared to pay him $1,000 for the swipe file of those emails. <laughs> All right? Because he packaged it and made, value, made it valuable. It made value out of it. They were complaining right. that they were getting spammed and didn't like it, right? Because <laughs> the emails were successful, they wanted them, right? <laughs> just so, turned it around and gave it back to them and go, here's your yeah, studio. It's like, yeah, right. it's like, and think about it, it, it is a case of overthinking the process a bit too much. Right. And, and, right. and sometimes making thinking that your customer is more educated than they are. And it's the other one that's been and coming out lately is coming to you for that is people complaining about uh, and one of the questions that comes up about when you use your content in your own websites to promote your own books is aren't you worried about why would people buy your book if they can just read it and I go, well, you, you're putting it out in small little chunks. They're not going to mm -hmm. read it that way. They don't want to read it that way. Mm -hmm. And, and also are you worried about pri piracy? And, and uh, there's a lot of new sort of good comments on piracy now is that book sales actually go up when there's piracy because yes. more people get exposed to your books. 
And, you know, if you do simple things like this, <laughs> you know, put your cross-promoted books in the back of your book. <laughs> doing a job for you, right? <laughs> You're doing the job for you. They're just spreading your content around and then people come yeah. in. You know, you know, always know where they're getting it. They're just getting it. And then they'll go to Amazon to buy the rest of it. So, um, oh, yeah. When I started in computers and, and Lotus 123, because back then uh, all the software programs were not copyrighted in terms of you know, couldn't you could just copy them right you couldn't didn't didn't register didn't do anything because didn't have a sophistication like that right and people learned that product and the reality is eventually they bought it and that, that so it was almost like they did shareware without realizing they did shareware right 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 and they grew yeah. the product so I think yeah you, people get too precious about their information the reality <laughs> is no one's going to consume it unless they've got a desire to do so usually by charging them lots of money. Right. Well, I have a I have a brother-in-law who works for a software company, and his job is to go around the country giving away software to college labs. It's an engineering software, right. and he gives away hundreds of millions of dollars of software for free mm. because the students learn to use the software, and then they go and get the job, and they're like, "Well, where's the software that I've been using for the last four years? Yeah. Like, this is what I know." So then yeah. they have to then they I'll go and buy it. it. Yeah, they'll yeah, change they're it when they get it. a job. Yeah, right. they get a job. They'll change. Same with accounting right. software. We had the same principle yeah. when it's to sell accounting software. You know, one of the major so guys managed to get into schools and gave all the software away free. I talked to my vendor, my vendor about it and go, oh, no, I've got to charge for that. I'm going, well, the incumbent is giving it away for free. And you know why? It's because it's an incumbent. <laughs> right? If you want to come to standards, start giving it away for free. Right. I'd right. Like really cheap. All right. And I think I mean, that's the yeah, look at Google Chrome, you know, the Chromebooks. You know, it mm -hmm. used to be Apple who was giving away all those. Now in every school, you yep. know, it's, it's Chromebooks. You're like, right. they, they, they just locked these people into the into the Google way. And uh, yes. I gave them for yeah. free. So, so it's, a, it's um, a giveaway. Like it's a lost leader at the end yeah. of the day. Yeah. And that's all you're really doing. But so, so yeah, that's the, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the thing about making products. So it's, it's not hard. You just start doing it and Gumroad is I a great. I am going to get off this podcast and go do one now. <laughs> <laughs> but I've, I've got 15 minutes, right? That's right. <laughs> you know, you just, you just make a little thumbnail, like yeah. all blogs, you can put thumbnails down the side. You just put a yeah. link and just go and, and, um, you know, some, some, and you can mix and match your thumbnails. Some might go to Amazon. Some might go to Gumroad. You just never know and see which one's. Make them all look the yeah. same, but put different links on them and see which one works. You know, so it's wow. just different ways to test it. So cool. Well, we got through a lot. Um, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> we'll see what happens in post edit here. <laughs> That's right. Cut this down or, or make Cut it into two down. or whatever we want to do. We just make so. it think of ourselves and make it long. Who cares? All right. 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 Yeah. That's brilliant. We should have probably done the three podcast interviews. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh yeah, no, I'm glad we connected because we, as uh, people who are listening to this, John and I are both in the same world. We've just been circling around. We all know the same people and we yeah, you know, yeah. do a lot of the same stuff. And it's just been kind of, it's like, I know we just started talking as if we knew each other forever, but exactly. you know, we, we only, <laughs> just, met. We my, only my, just met. It's one of my virtual friends, right? But right. Um, it's like we pass in the hallway, but we never know who we are. That's right, that's right. Sounds cool. All right, thank you so much. Um, yep. What you gave is great information. And I think if you took one thing of what you said and any of those things were value bombs in terms of what they can do. And, um, and I, I learned a lot too, so, <laughs> which is always good. If I'm going to take the time and effort, I want to learn stuff, right? That's right, right, right. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's a good idea. I hadn't thought about that yeah. one. i got to write that down. because yeah. like I, 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 right? <laughs> I wrote a new product idea on the back of this while you were doing about the, the sheet metal, yeah. uh, the sheet music notes. I'm going, 
oh, magnetic notes on a thing. You could make compose things on your refrigerator. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. No, it's, it's, yeah, the graffiti is funny. I don't know whether you saw the video um, on their graffiti site, but I should, I'll send you the link. Oh, okay. No, the I haven't seen it. The video is hilarious, right? It's, it's, um, it was shot in his house and stuff like that. But it's hilarious because it shows you someone trying to do other, trying to do this a different way, right? And it's all hard. Right, <laughs> you know, he's trying to make it with noodles, and he's trying to. It's all sorts oh, of things, right? Yeah, you might have seen it. I think I've seen it. He's trying to make it with noodles. He's trying to draw it with his wife's <laughs> lipstick on the bathroom. That's right. Yes, like, I have seen that. Yes, I have. Yeah. I have seen that. Yes. And then he shows the graffiti, and they move the stickers around. I've done that. I've shown them all on my whiteboard, and what I she did is I, I actually took photos of them, and I've made them into a software where I can actually just. Um, just grab and drop the photos into my page so I can actually draw them. Oh, oh, I can't draw. Oh. My career as an artist, or I can't draw. <laughs> so basically, I'm just dropping them in my own funnel, but in an electronic way, right? It's like my electronic whiteboard. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just move the pieces and stuff. So I think huh. I'll start a Kickstarter campaign where basically we, we create a product where we actually create a software version of the same thing, you know? <laughs> That's right. That's right. So. Well, cool. Well, cool. So, um, yeah, thank you. And, and um, if people want to know more about Yep. Me, you can come over to Facebook and search on how to publish your book Facebook group, and um, um, so, so that's cool. Down. And then um, and BruceTheBookGuy.com for um, my publishing stuff. And I have a million other zillion websites, but that's the sure. best place to kind of as catch you do. me. <laughs> <laughs> as you do, um, the, I reckon it should be domain anonymous groups. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. Oh, so thank you very much, and I really appreciate your time. Cool. Thank you, John. You've just been listening to another great Evolvepreneur podcast interview. We hope you enjoyed it. Please visit evolvepreneur.biz today to find out more about our online community and how you can take part.